Buenos días, good morning, and this is Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and my co-host, my brother, my friend and partner, Tim Flirty. This is the talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truth of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Muy buenos dias, good morning Treasure Valley, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Walls. I'm your friend, your pastor, Israel Rodriguez from Deer Flat Church, and I'm here today with my co-host, Timoteo Flaherty. Tim, I hope you have received my Christmas present, it's gonna, you know, be a light into your face, which is a new hat for a new team, you know? So wow. you, you don't have to wear the Boston hats anymore. Pastor Ryan, thank you for taking the time to join us today on this third episode. Third episode. One more. One more. You know, Pastor, I, I can't thank you enough, really, honestly. I, I know you had to take your you know time out of the day to come and do this with us, but, you know, as we're sitting here and thinking about this being our last episode for the year and you know, that change from from one time to another, that, that demarcation, that 1st of January, I can't help but think about people making resolutions, maybe, you know, m taking that extra step to make a change to improve their lives. I'm wondering what kind of biblical advice is out there that you can think of that where God tells us that it's okay to lay down maybe some burden that we've had, that we've been, you know, some perpetuating some awful thing in our life and start anew. Is there some, you know, wisdom that from the preach, you know, it's, it's always the, the question of week is always like, is there a biblical wisdom? Is there some preacher wisdom? Is there just some good, good old 40 year old Ryan Stoops wisdom that you can share with us about maybe there's something we've been doing in our lives where we don't need to do that anymore. And we're going to start fresh tomorrow, you know, or, or Monday, I guess. With a, with a new portion of our life where we don't do those things. What would you say to someone who's thinking about turning over a new leaf? I think this is absolutely a biblical idea. It's biblical in the sense of repentance. Repentance is not just asking God to forgive you, but it's a total 180 turning, something new. I think it's the story of Jesus Christ going to the cross and rising from the dead, and he is, he is made new, which in turn extends us new life, that we're a new creation in Christ Jesus. So the point is, is that God loves redeeming things. So if there are things in our life that, whether we call it a New Year's resolution or if it's because it's January 1st that inspires us, maybe is not as significant as it is of God wants to redeem your life. And if there are things in your life, whether it be your health, your mental health, your physical health, or your spiritual health, what a, what a great intentionality and focus to say, God, come in and redeem that in my life, and I would love to partner with you in that. What do you think about the idea of... of People setting down maybe some some self-destructive behaviors that they've had this year and and letting those things go and next year uh, starting anew, turning over that leaf. Maybe for me, I have been uh, in a bitter argument with my neighbor who hates me. And we all have, this is the thing, Pastor Ryan, all year long has been documented this awful this 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 awful uh, uh, relationship that I've had with my neighbor, and we don't know what to do about it, uh, other than we've prayed for him. Uh, but you know, what is it that that someone can learn or maybe can gain from giving up some behavior that it hasn't been good for them? Yes, you know, we're called as 
believers of the Lord Jesus Christ to bear the fruit of the Spirit. And when we think about the fruit of the Spirit, you know, it's like looking yourself into the mirror of God's Word and finding out what, what things are stopping you or avoiding you from growing in the Lord and, and bearing that kind of fruit. For many years, for me, it was my hot blood temper that got me into trouble. And every year, you know, I go through the Christmas season asking the Lord, you know, this is going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm going to take time to think. And then I'm going to take time to spend with the Lord. And then I will try to go over this issue one more time again and again and again. And every time I said that, you know, it's like it was the total opposite, dude. It was like happening again, boom, and just exploding. And I got myself into a lot of trouble that if I have to give myself an advice today when I was 20 years old, you know, now that I have experienced what is the uh, joy and the uh, sweetness of being with the Lord and, and letting your life be driven uh, uh, be driven by the Holy Spirit it's, it's, it's just just give it up just nailing on the cross just it's not gonna help you it's not gonna give you peace it's not gonna give you joy and whatever happened at the end of the day if that problem in your life that for many years caused me to have a bl uh, a, a bad temper, If that problem had a solution, what was the problem? And if, if it didn't have a solution, what was the problem? You have to cast it, you know, upon Jesus because he cares. And he's going to help us take that burden. It's going to be lighter when we take steps with him. And to be honest, personally, myself, I just made the resolution of not making more resolutions in my life. Just spend time with the Lord, look, <coughs> look myself into God's word as a mirror and say this, I have to give this up. This has to change. If we are Christians, if we call ourselves Christians, then I need to leave and I need to do and I need to say exactly same stuff that Jesus did. So we're talking about this painful neighbor. Not The question is not what would Jesus do. The question is what did Jesus already do, you know, so we can imitate him in all of our ways. The Astegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegas.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at astegas.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to astegas.org. And we're back again with another episode of Beyond the Walls here. We've got Pastor Ryan Stoops as our guest. And just want to say a quick thank you to Pastor Stoops, you know, for being here, taking the time out. But what we want to talk about this this last segment that we have in the show, we want to talk about your journey. Um, we heard all about your growing up and having the calling and going off to Bible college and working in the corporate world and then finding your, your place at Crosspoint. Um, tell us a little bit about your development there at Crosspoint and then what led you to Deer Flat, and let's talk about how you made it out here. Yeah, what a story. I served at Crosspoint for 10 years as the student ministries pastor there and oversaw uh, all of our youth ministries, but I oversaw our children's ministry as well. And then later on, we even incorporated a kind of a small college program that we partnered with Oral Roberts University at the time, uh, just kind of a, a gap year almost for people. And 
as I got to the near the end of my term or t- time there at the church, I, it was that kind of realization that I just sensed that God was wanting to do something new, not really sure what that was. Uh, we didn't talk about this before, but I had actually gotten my MBA while I was in uh, in working in the secular world as well. And so I, I knew that there was this transition change coming for me. wasn't sure what that was. So I started talking with my pastor there at the church about it. And uh, we just had very open conversations and wasn't sure, well, maybe I was supposed to go back in the corporate world. I just knew that uh, some sort of change and transition was coming for me. And so he was very supportive in that process. And so I started meeting with different people and just trying to figure out that journey. I remember for a season there, I was looking on, I think at the time it was monster.com was the was the website service that you could look for different jobs and trying to figure out, or what do I want to do with, for the next season of my life? And I'll never forget, God told me one day I was online looking at different jobs and different uh, things of what could be next for me. And I heard the voice of the Lord say to me, stop looking. Uh, it was as clear as day. God told me, stop looking. And so I said, okay, God, uh, which scared me to death because if I'm not looking, then what's going to happen? How can and it find you? How can it find me? Exactly. And literally uh, three days later, one of the other ministers on staff with us at the church, he called my wife and I into his office and said, hey, I need to meet with you. And he said, uh, I just got them having a phone conversation with uh, an old ministry partner of mine who is actually serving at the church that I used to pastor back, uh, many years ago in in Idaho. And I said, uh, Idaho where? He said, yeah, Idaho. And he said, uh, you know, uh, his name is Dave, and he called me, reached out to me, wanted to know if I knew anybody that would, a younger couple that would love to maybe uh, take a journey out to Idaho and be a part of the team there, and if I knew anybody like that. And he said, so I hung up at the phone, and immediately God put you on my heart, and so I had to call you guys in and, and talk and share this opportunity with you. Well, I thought, well, there's no way that God wants me to move to Idaho. I don't know where it's at, number one. And number two, my, my wife is a daddy's girl, and she is never going to want to leave the area of St. Louis. And not to mention, I love a good rut. And so I wasn't looking to move either. So uh, it was one thing to maybe consider a new job. It wasn't, or, or career or whatever it was. But to, but to think about moving across the country was completely out of the question. That evening, we, we come home, my wife and I, and we're sitting at the kitchen table trying to talk. And our, our kids are younger and they, they're asking us questions. And we're like, we're not going to get very far with this. So we did what any good parent does. We put on a movie for them so that they could uh, be entertained while we had a we had, we had mom and dad conversation. And so what movie did we put on? Uh, we put on the wonderful movie, Napoleon Dynamite. And why this was so crazy is because probably no parents should ever let their kid watch that movie, number one. But uh, number two, it was so crazy because while we then began to dialogue about, okay, is this what, are we open to this conversation of moving to Idaho? My kids yell from the other room, hey, mom, where's Idaho. Because they, they're, they're watching this movie, and the movie is filmed in Idaho. So it was just one of those moments, like, we sat back and we're like, whoa, that was weird. Did you know that the film was filmed in Idaho? Did no, you? had no clue. So that, yeah, so at first I was wondering why you even asked the question, but coming, you know, further down the road, we, we understand that that's why, that's why they asked the question, but it was just so bizarre. And it was the beginning of this crazy journey that God took us on. And so early on, I just told the Lord, I said, listen, if the time comes that you actually do want us to move, to this strange land that we don't know. I'm, I'm going to need to know that you really called us. I don't want it to be because I was just feeling like change was in order or, or there's some sort of transition for us, but I, I need to know that it was your calling. And so I asked a really big thing of the Lord that I don't necessarily advise everybody to do, but I asked God, I said, uh, if, if you really want us to, when the time comes, I would ask that you, Lord, would sell my home. I don't have to put it on the market that you would sell it for us. And so I just kind of put it in God's hand. 
and left it at that. And uh, the conversation with Dear Flat and over over the next year was uh, quite interesting. And I'll never forget there was a time probably six to eight months into the journey of, the, of just talking back and forth with, with Deer Flats and, and what this might be that I met my daughter's basketball practice one evening and me and another dad are, are chatting and, and come to find out in the conversation. He says, where do you live? And I said, well, I live in Williamsburg subdivision. He says, well, I live in Williamsburg subdivision. That's weird. I said, oh yeah. And so we started talking about where you live and, you know, in the subdivision, we're having these conversations. And so he asked me, well, where do you live in the subdivision? And I said, well, I live on the corner of Armistead and, you know, the house with the pool. And he said, Oh, he says, my wife loves your house. I said, oh, yeah, that's cool. He said, no, 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 I don't think you understand. He says, my wife loves your house. She walks the subdivision every day for exercise, and she always comes back talking about how she wishes we could buy your house. I said, that's weird. I said, well, it's possible. I think it could be a long shot, but it's possible that, you know, we may we may end up moving. I said, give me your name and num- you know, number, and I'll take it, and I'll let you know if we ever sell it. He said, that'd be great. Well, probably two months went by, and we finally feel like the Lord is really calling us to Deer Flat. And so I pull out his name and number. His name was Spencer, and I pulled out Spencer's name and number. And I remember I'm getting ready to dial his phone number, and I'm thinking, this is crazy. I'm about to ask him, was he really serious about this? And this is so wild. And so I, I punched in the number, called him up, and I said, hey, Spencer, this is Ryan Stoops. He says, I know who you are. He says, please tell me you're calling about your house. He says, well, that day when you and I talked, I went home and told my wife about it, and she's been driving me nuts, wanting me to come ask you more about it. And he said, I said, no. I said, well, ironically, that is why I'm calling you. I, uh, we've made the decision that it looks like we're going to move, and I wanted to know if you were serious. He says, we are absolutely serious. So it was such a beautiful story. Uh, we just I, we, we basically negotiated it with, uh, hey, whatever it appraises out, you pay it out. You pay whatever it appraises out for. He said, wonderful. And never forget, we sat at my kitchen table one evening, and we got to share with them the story of what God had been doing. And they began to weep there at my kitchen table and just seeing that God is, is not only real, but he, he's provident and he knows what he's doing and he will work all things together for his good. It was one of the most humbling and profound experiences. And uh, not to make the story too much longer, but uh, just real quickly, you got to hear the, the end of the story. So we, we find out we're moving to to Idaho and to Deer Flat. And so we come in for one weekend, we fly in for a weekend and we're going to look at houses. And so we spend one day looking at houses. I think we looked at 25 houses that day. And the very last house we look at, uh, it it was over our price range, which is typically what we like to look at, right? The ones that are over our price range. (laughs) And the real estate agent says, I know this is over your price range, but I just think you need to look at it. So we look at this house, my wife and uh, and my children, we all walk in and my wife says, I'm not even going to look at this house. There's no point in it. It's too, too expensive. So she stays there in the kitchen, me and the kids, we're running around around the house, calling rooms. This is my room. And, and we're all kind of having a good time. And we, of course we love the house. And so we get back with a real estate agent and we sit, and we sit down and we say, you know, we love the house, but it's over our price range and we don't know what the culture here is. So if we put in a low offer, we don't want to offend anybody. She says, you can do whatever you want. That's fine. Put in a low offer. So we, we, we put in an offer that we felt like was reasonable for us and for, and for the owner of the home. And so uh, she says, okay, well, let me, let me write up a little story about, you know, who you guys are and, uh, you know, we'll submit it and see what happens. And so she calls me back later on. She says, well, I got good news and bad news. She says, the bad news is there's two other offers and I don't know what they are yet, but there's two other offers. And the good news is I, I wrote up your story about how, you know, God has called you out here to serve at this church. And, and, and the selling agent told me that the owners really wanted this home to go to a Christian family. So that maybe helps you out in this, but we'll see. 
So she calls me up the next day and she says, are you sitting down? I said, "Uh, sure, why? And she says, those two other offers were full price offers, but the owner said that they want you guys to have this house, but they couldn't come down all the way to your number. So what me and the selling agent want to do is we want to give up $1,500 each of our commission to make this happen for you. Now, have you ever heard of anything like this before where the the, the agents who are selling the house are giving up their commission to make sure you can have this house? That's incredible. So phenomenal. And and, and the whole story of God getting us to Deer Flat was was just one story after another like that where God was just so in it, doing supernatural works and confirming his call on this. And we have been so grateful and we haven't looked back for a second. God has been so good to us. We have loved being at Deer Flat. We have loved being in Idaho. It's been a huge blessing. The Holy Book says when you honor God first in all that you do and that you say, taking the time to share the story with your neighbors, those who purchase your home, you know, and putting God where he needs to be first place. This is the reason why we're doing what we're doing. This is the reason why we're selling our home. This is the reason that you are part of this big story. You know, God working on the hearts of the people for his purpose and for his good. That's a no-brainer, brother. Thank you so much for sharing that story to till the very end. And there's more to come. And Ryan, I'm glad to call you brother from another mother. But yes, it's it's been it's been a privilege to serve alongside with you there at the Fat Church. And I'm looking to the years to come the Lord has for all of us together. And we're gonna get we're gonna get back and we're gonna talk a little bit about your ministry here at Deer Flat. But we had to take a quick break. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. And we're back again with Beyond the Walls. We have Pastor Ryan Stoops from Deer Flat Church, and he has been with us for three weeks, and we've been talking about all kinds of uh, great, impactful things that are happening across the the kingdom of God for you know for so many people. And and you know, Ryan, you you were just sharing with us about how you ended up here in Idaho, and I I think that we could probably do three shows just on what you've done since you've been here. But what I really think. I want to hear, and I think what people out there might want to hear is, you know, what do you see happening for the ministry at Deer Flat Church in 2024, for Ryan Stoops in 2024, for the Stoops family? What what, what do you what do you see? What's the next phase of of your life look like? Well, we are the proud parents of now three kids. My son just got married a couple weeks ago, and so we are so grateful to have this uh, beautiful daughter in law in addition to our home. And our family, and and as we look forward to as a family as well as as a church, I, I got to be honest with you. The thing that is really pressing me more than anything, and we use this phrase a lot around Deer Flat, is we are living in Bible times. As you look around the world and the chaos of our world, you feel like you're living in an upside down world where we call, uh, like the Bible even says, we're we're calling good evil and we're calling evil good, and so we're definitely in Bible times. And I feel so impressed that right now there's an urgency to get the message of Jesus Christ out and to see people making decisions to deny themselves and to pick up their cross and follow Jesus. This past year in 2023, we had experienced uh, nearly 80 people 
make the decision to follow Jesus and, and go into the waters of baptism. And I want to see that number double for next year, just believing by faith that those who are far from Christ will come to know him as their personal Savior. We'll be able to experience what we all have experienced is the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. That's something that really is is near and dear to my heart, and I know it's near and dear to our church's heart. We're going to use all of our time, all of our talents, and all of our treasures to see people grow in their faith, especially to reach the lost. That's great. Are there any special programs or or special events that you're thinking about? I know that you know several years ago, Greg Laurie had come up here, at, right, and and you had participated in that effort. And is there anything else that maybe is happening, you know, that the church is involved in that's going to give opportunities to people where maybe they could interact with with the pastors of Deer Flat, or is there, is there anything that's on the top of your mind that you could share with people that's going on in the springtime or anything like that? Or you have con- you have marriage conferences, or is there something like that that's happening that will give people opportunities? Well, we're, we're going to have, we're going to continue to put together lots of different events and opportunities like what you're alluding to, things for marriage and, and all those things. But I think the biggest thing for us is to be in, incredibly intentional about making ourselves available not just me, but our entire staff, our entire church, the body, that we're making ourselves available for people and that we are in not only just making ourselves available, we're also very assertive and intentional about getting out of the walls of the church, which is, again, what I love about your ministry and what the, what this program is about. is about getting out of the walls of the church, and so we, we, we can't hope that happens by accident, but we got to do that intentionally. I especially look forward to Easter the greatest uh, season of the year. I look forward to the series we're going to do afterwards. We're going to do an apologetic series because I know there's a lot of people that want to follow Jesus, but they have very real tough questions. And how do they position those questions against their faith? And, and what do they do with that? And so we look forward to addressing some of those things. So we're going to do we're going to do it all. We're going to do events. We're going to do those one-off things. We're going to do series. But more importantly, we're going to make sure that we're intentional about getting outside of the walls of the church and and being the hands and feet of Christ. Terrific. Well, with that, we'll be right back. And we're back here with Beyond the Walls in our third episode with Pastor Ryan Stipps from Deer Flat Church, originally from Missouri. But now he he is becoming more uh, an Idahoan, you know, this, this past couple of years, you know. Thank you. Thank you for listening to uh, God Instructions uh, and bringing your family to settle here and serve Him. And Ryan, you know, as we're coming to the conclusion of the program, and uh, I've been thinking about 2024, which is also going to be a year of election. You know, what what is your message for our radio listener, for those who are listening to this program, when it comes to uh, the question what is going to happen to the future of this country in 2024 after the elections? What's your message of hope? We are certain that it is going to be a wild year for sure. And I think as believers in Jesus Christ, we are citizens of two different kingdoms. We're citizens of heaven first, but we're also citizens of this earth and of the United States of America. And there's the greatest privilege we have is to be good citizens and to do our part in voting and, and civics. But I pray that for us as a church, for the people of God, that we keep the main thing the main thing. And our hope is not in any one man. Our hope is not in an elected official. Our hope is in the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. And we hope as a church that we can manage and balance this well in life. 
but uh, we will never apologize for making Jesus the center of it all. Hallelujah. The mission is the same. Our Savior and Redeemer is the same, and he is coming back again. Church, let's be ready every single day of our life. People who are listening out there, if Jesus is not the Savior and the Lord of your life, hurry up before it could be too late. There is no guarantee about the next minute of your life. Have the assurance that your life is in the hands of the Creator of heaven and earth whose Lord is coming back again. His name is Jesus. And I want to take time, you know, to pray. Ryan, thank you so much for your input and for sharing all this story of faith and all these different uh, transitions of life and how the Lord called you at a very early age and to see the man that you are today and, and, and what is coming for your life and for your family is very exciting. Let's take some time to pray. Tim, would you agree with us? And dear God, We want to give you thanks for this time when we can all be together. We give thanks for all the great gifts that only comes from you, but we are very, very appreciative and thankful for the gift of eternal life only found in Jesus. I especially pray for those who are listening out there who have no hope, who have no peace, who have no joy, that the Holy Spirit of God may reveal Jesus into their lives so they can call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Thank you. Thank you for such a day like this. Be the center of our life, of our churches, and of everything. We give you praise, honor, and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. On the next episode, on the next Saturday, God bless you. Bye.